0: From Beaver Creek Resort, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. We're on the mobile studios here with Beth Howard, Stacey Gerrish. It's great to uh, see you all here, uh, especially a busy time of year with opening coming up so soon.
1: Yes, George. Thanks for having us, and thanks for coming to Beaver Creek.
0: Absolutely. Um, what's it like? I mean, you're going to be opening within about a month, and uh, I mean, your schedules have just got to be churning right now.
2: Yeah, we've got the, I'd say we're, um, we've got the accelerator depressed <laughs> right now, <laughs> full speed ahead. It yeah, is. But, we're, you know, we're a well-oiled machine, too, so. Yeah, so we're, we're 38 days out, so we do the countdown
1: starting about 100 days each year, and that's when the adrenaline really starts to get going. And we're, uh, we fired up our snowmaking just a few days ago, so then you really know it's getting close, and uh, just looking for cold temperatures and a little bit of help from Mother Nature, and we'll be ready to
0: roll. Now, Beth, what do the initial COO mean to you?
1: <laughs> well, it stands for Chief Operating Officer. <laughs> it means many more things to me than just the, just that, I guess. But, uh, yes, it is, uh, you know, it's, an, it's a real privilege to be leading uh, this resort and being in tune with every aspect of it and how it relates to our guest experience. So everything from snowmaking to our ski and snowboard school to our food quality, it all matters to me and, and to our guests and to our brand. So,
0: And as the COO of Beaver Creek, what's gonna make this a successful season for you?
1: From my perspective, it's getting everyone aligned around our vision of being the world's best luxury family resort and really believing that we can be the best in that arena. And we have a great track, track record of, of delivering on that guest service and uh, being able to hire the talent around to be able to deliver on that. and. Uh, be out there with everyone and really making sure that every day we don't miss a beat and, and uh, delivering what we, we plan to do.
0: Now you've had an interesting track to this position. How did you get here?
1: I have. I, I didn't come up through the traditional path of becoming a COO. I, I started in 1985 uh, here in Beaver Creek uh, as an intern and I was uh, studying food and beverage Uh, at the University of Northern Iowa. I needed an internship and got one with Vale Associates at the time which was just Vale and Beaver Creek. So I was uh, chopping vegetables uh, just up the stairs here in this kitchen uh, which is ironic because here I am in this office 33 years later and just fell in love with uh, the Mountain Resort, uh, everything it stood for, uh, came up through the line of business of food and beverage, private clubs, and golf. That was really my path Uh, and then set my sights on Uh, one day leading a resort, so started to round out my skill set and learning more about the mountain operations side, which wasn't core to what my skill set was coming up in food and beverage, and I just wanted to uh, develop in a way that I may be considered to lead a resort one day, and uh, that eventually happened. Uh, About three years ago, I had the opportunity to go to North Star California Resort, which is another one of our resorts in our portfolio. I was there for two years and then have been back here as a COO Beaver Creek for about a year.
0: Now, how did you and Stacy develop the relationship that you have?
2: Well, I'll tell the story. And Stacy, do you want to tell or do you want me to tell? Well, I'll, I can kick it off by okay. saying that, um, you know, I was diligently working mm-hmm. in my office about a year ago, and uh, I heard some voices behind me, and I turned around, and there was a Beth, our COO, standing in the hallway, and uh, she introduced herself to me. And we had met, you know, years ago when she worked here, but certainly not in the in the recent um, years and um, yeah she came and saw me in my office and said so word on the street is I need to go out and ski with you
1: <laughs> and that was pretty much how it happened so uh, so when I was in Northstar, Star uh, the training manager there Marty Moore said Beth you've got to ski with Stacy Garish and I said oh I know Stacy, because uh, I'd worked here for 25 years before going to California and I always knew of Stacy." but I was in the food and beverage world and she was in ski school and I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a point to just reconnect with Stacy. So that day when I was walking around the offices meeting my team, uh, there was Stacy. And I said, <laughs> hey, you come highly recommended. Let's, I'd love to go see with you sometime. And, that, and we both said, okay, that sounds great. And, and we eventually went out together.
0: Now, those must be familiar words for you, because I was told, you have to look up Stacy Gersh at manager's training last year. Um,
2: they're not really familiar words, to me, to be honest. I'm very humbled by it. Um, I mean, I was so excited that Beth came and found me and said that, and completely humbled and honored. And um, it was, I think, my first time having the COO of the resort come and seek me out so that we could ski together. So... Is pretty awesome yeah
0: now what were your goals here just to go have fun on skis with Stacy or maybe take advantage of some of her knowledge
1: well knowing uh, Stacy's credentials <laughs> <that she laughs> thought, thought maybe she'd give me a tip or two uh, well it, it was everything I, I think it was uh, getting out with Stacy uh, getting to know Stacy as a leader of our organization uh we had tried and tried to get on the schedule together and i don't think we went out to early march and there was an employee first tracks uh which was, is an appreciation event for our employees and we opened the mountain a, uh, an hour before the guest and our employees get to have it to themselves freshly groomed everything and some breakfast burritos along the way and so stacy and i said let's go out then uh we'll have the whole mountain to ourselves with our other employees but let's go out and let's, let's spend a couple hours together so that was really as uh, very simple as that is going out and saying let's go do this, and then um, I believe Stacy and I took a warm up run down Rose Bowl, and Stacy went ahead of me, and I knew by the end of that run that Stacy had already assessed me, uh, knowing her, just knowing Stacy and how <laughs> incredibly uh, talented she is as a as a coach and a teacher, and on the ride up, it was just a matter of probably how Stacy is with any guest, like well, what do you want to work on? Um, how do you like to learn uh, I knew she already had me assessed so she was just trying to feel me out on on approach and by the time we got to the top of the lift I think Stacy had probably figured out in her mind how we were going to spend the next couple hours based on just our, our conversation on the lift so we went out and I, I think I, I think that day I said I'd really like to work on on the steep terrain and of course went right to the steep terrain <laughs> and uh, did a, did a couple runs there and then Stacy said well let's let's go up to to red buffalo area which is more moderate terrain and really what she was doing in hindsight was having me work on my fundamental skills on more moderate terrain knowing that that would transfer onto steeper terrain or other conditions so she yeah she had it me all figured out mm-hmm. and it was fantastic and there were uh, little micro breakthroughs i had that day uh that i, I think was fantastic so
2: yeah thank you you're welcome (laughs) it worked out pretty well the other thing that was cool about that is we did go up to the red buffalo area which is our learning area and to have the opportunity to teach anyone is always exciting for me but to have the opportunity to be having conversation with our coo directly um it was it was really an honor and and beth pays attention to detail so when we were up there we were talking about the fact that we're getting a new chairlift this season and And I said, hey, have you taken a look at our, you know, the building up here? And so it was really cool to to not only work on skiing and skiing fundamentals, but to be able to talk about the bigger picture of just our teaching terrain and how we do things here at the resort. And then as soon as we got back on snow, she would just shift her focus right back to her skiing. And, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yes. So that was probably the
1: most discipline I had to have is taking my COO hat off for a couple hours. Right. really being present with Stacy and focusing on skiing uh, and technical skills and all the, the little nuggets of wisdom she was sharing with me and that, we, that I was practicing. Uh, but also to get uh, perspective on what it's like for a guest to be in our ski school. So uh, being a student, being uh, like totally uh, all in on, on this experience and saying I'm here to learn, I'm here to uh, be out here with Stacy, who's like our head trainer of a most incredible ski school. Uh, And it was so much fun. And then we could ride the lift and we could talk about, so Stacy, what do you think of of, uh, the new lift and where should it unload? And what do you think about this terrain? For me, that gives me insights uh, too to one of our leaders on our team. So I came away from that as taking my COO hat off, uh, being a student of our ski school and hearing from Stacy her perspective on the resort that I may not have otherwise had. Mm So it was a it was a triple win for me, and then going back and coming back to my office
2: and saying I just learned a few things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stacy, was that intimidating at all to go out with the COO? <laughs> oh yeah,
2: it was extremely intimidating. Um, and I've skied with a lot of you know different people in in my career who have had who are you know COOs in other industries, mm-hmm. but you know being with our direct COO was definitely intimidating, but intimidating in a great way and Beth is so friendly and easy to talk to that um, I just sort of embraced that feeling and um, just kind of went for it you know I think that's true in any sort of um, whether it's teaching or um, skiing it's it's okay to feel intimidated and it's okay to feel a little um, a little fear or a little nerves because it puts you more in the moment you know and it and it got me to not just do my rope whatever I would have done with any, you know, it's like I'm really going to teach Beth as a person. And um, so I think it helped the connection. And then coming away from it, when I went back into my training manager office, (laughs) I started thinking, you know, this is just great. Um, I have to figure out how to translate this back to our instructor staff because our instructors ski with a lot of people that have busy lives and important positions elsewhere. And for them to be able to come here and really tune out, as Beth said, and get into that learning mode, um, I think that's something that we all need to commend ourselves for as instructors, but also recognize and, and continue to get better at, um, is really acknowledging that someone's taking time away from their busy lives to come and learn from us. And, and it's important that we um, recognize that, but take the time to get to know them as a learner.
0: Now, something I want to get into, and Beth, it's obviously very important to you, because it was really the first thing that you started talking about, and that was how Stacy had assessed you, was able to communicate with you, figured out your, your, your uh, learning style all within a run. Mm-hmm. What are, I, I'd just like to have some dialogue going back and forth between the two of you on okay. really what you saw. What is her learning style? How did you figure that out?
2: Um, I don't know that I really figured it out completely in one run. <laughs> but she did, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But, I, I mean, I did. I think it started really before that day. So it started in our initial conversations and kind of emails back and forth or conversations in person. You know, Beth, what do you want to get out of this time that we have together on snow? And she really thought about it before we got up onto the snow. So I already had an idea of what her personal goals were for her own skiing. Now, a lot of times you'll hear that from someone, but until you see their performance on snow, it's hard to actually... Put together a game plan so while i knew what her goals were i knew that i also couldn't formulate a game plan until i saw her performance and so the first i watched her make those first turns and then i could see okay her understanding of her own skiing is in fact in line with her goals and that doesn't always happen sometimes our students have lofty goals that are not really in line with their skiing ability or their goals are are, not high enough for their skiing abilities. so I think it's important to take the time to try to bl- match those two things together. So that's what I did first, um, and then on the chairlift we had just a give and take conversation um, about you know did she what what was her level of understanding and what I learned from Beth right away is that she likes to process um, and think things through right hmm. and um, she really wanted to have the visual image um, before she could actually feel it. So it took her a little bit of time to be able to feel the change in her body on the skis. Um, But as soon as I saw it in her, I would recognize it so that she would understand the the feeling. So, Did I get that right? Yeah,
1: so I think all (laughs) of our instructors have eyes in the back of their heads because... (laughs) She skied down in front of me in Rose Bowl uh-huh. and had this whole assessment, although right. she says she didn't in the first one, she did. Uh, but we did have some lead up conversations to that day. Um, so I, th- I think what uh, you know, what Stacy did on that chairlift write-up, as any great coach would do, is just understanding how you learn. And for me, I'm a very visual learner. Uh-huh. So I-, I told Stacy, don't give me like a-, a pamphlet on how to do the perfect turn, because <laughs> that is not how I learn. Uh, S- tell me about it keep it really uh, don't teach me 10 things at once to work mm-hmm. on just a couple and then show me and then I will replicate and practice and mm-hmm. that's how I learn and other people may learn differently and mm-hmm. you've had you know hundreds and probably thousands of students mm-hmm. over the years where everyone learns differently but that's that's the real uh, magic of a great uh, instructor is getting to know how your student learns because uh, if you don't do that it's you won't right. have the same uh, outcomes of, of skill breakthrough and, mm-hmm. and that experience that we have.
2: Yeah.
0: So I've always felt ski school <laughs> is the ski and ride school, I'm sorry, <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> is the, uh, really the face of the resort. And going through the experience you've had with Stacy, would you agree with that?
1: Very much so. Uh, our ski and snowboard school is a significant part of our overall brand. And you see it by the number of guests who, who, uh, who book our, our pros. And I think we're having had that experience with Stacy through the the lens of a student is that our guests are here. They're they're here to get away. They're here to have a wonderful experience in our resort and to enjoy this beautiful natural environment that we have and, and learn some new skills. And I think anytime you learn a new skill that brings confidence to you as a person, and even though you may, may leave a vacation and you've, you've just gone a, a few levels in your ski school ability, you, that translates back into your, your life at home, whether that's at work or uh, at home. But confidence always uh, just brings everything up. And I, I always look at that as,
2: as uh, an outcome of that experience on the
1: Hill with our Ski and Snowboard School. Mm-hmm.
2: I, yeah, I would agree. And Beth, would you say that um, that confidence comes from the connection? So being able to trust the person that's coaching you. Um, And I think from my perspective, trusting that my student is really being true to themselves and their learning style, which I right off the bat got that from Beth, Mm -hmm. that she really, you know, she wasn't afraid to say, you know, that doesn't work for me, but this does. Um, And so really developing that rapport and being honest um, and having that give and take, you develop the trust and the camaraderie and the connection and then the student has the confidence to try to improve their performance.
1: Well, I think that's uh, that's a huge part of it is how you connect with your instructor, and and we I have seen over and over where our uh, our instructors will have lifelong uh, relationships with their clients, and they're not just teaching their kids, but now their kids' kids, and they it's multi generational. It's truly a legacy experience for our guest, and that's uh, that's uh, incredible to see, uh, particularly with. What we're trying to do here with our resort is a, is the world's best luxury family resort, which is our <laughs> our vision and and delivering those experiences of a lifetime, and that's truly what our ski and snowboard school is doing. They're going out and spending hours, sometimes days and weeks with our our guest, and those connections that happen are very powerful. And when they trust their instructor and they're they're learning new skills and getting confidence and and just enjoying the beauty of this resort, that's that's going to keep them coming back and. Uh, Yeah, put a big, high value on our ski and snowboard Mm -hmm. school and the talent we have here.
0: And I think that's one of the the greatest challenges of our profession. I mean, there is some fear when people come up to – actually, there's a lot of fear generally the first time someone wants to get out on skis. uh, And when we're challenging them to do something new, how do we build that trust?
2: Um, And
0: it's got to be fast.
2: It does does need to be fast. Um, I think – from my perspective one of the best ways to go about that is to think about creating a connection with them as a person first Um, so really getting you know that friendliness um, engagement um, finding out something about them outside of the resort and outside of skiing something that they makes them feel comfortable Um, so really it's just that rapport building right off the bat and being conversational and and just being authentic and showing them that you're a human and you know that you, you just wanna spend time with them. I think that's some of the best ways to do it and that works whether it's a child or an adult. Um, and then once you've built that connection, then the next plan is to create the day and create the experience and create the, the lesson and how am I gonna go about enhancing their skill level so I can help them achieve their goal. Um, I think sometimes where we fall short is if we come at it with a game plan before we even know the person um our game plan may or may not match that person and so we need to have that um that depth and that willingness as an instructor to be flexible with our game plan and really to create the game plan in the moment once we know who we're with um and then it's a question of keeping the day relevant again to the to that guest or those guests and their needs um and so i think i i I can't remember if I actually wrote an article about it years ago or if I just thought about it, but I always have this idea of connection, create, creation, and relevance. And to me, that's how I kind of distill it down. So.
0: And one of the words you said that I really liked was authentic, because mm-hmm. fake happiness, fake energy, <laughs> yeah, just doesn't work. <laughs>
2: right, and people see through it. And you know, I try to always rem- remind myself, like I may be here all the time, and so. You know, to me, sometimes I forget that I'm in one of the most beautiful places in the world, and um, it's where I go every single day. But we have to remember that no matter where you're teaching, whether it's at Beaver Creek or any other mountain, that the students you're about to teach, they've done a lot to get to that moment. You know, whether it's driving their car or get on a plane, they've booked months and months in advance and it's their, their vacation, you know? And I try to say, how lucky am I that I get to be part of their vacation? You know, how cool is that? I mean, that's the best job ever, right? That you get to go out and participate in other people's vacations and create memories, help them to create memories and experiences, and it's all centered around them wanting to be a better skier or rider and explore more of the mountain, so. I just think it's important to keep those things in mind every single day as we go out to teach.
0: And have you been feeling that, Beth?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> For, that is exactly uh, Stacy's approach, and and it's interesting. You said, Stacy, that it, you were intimidated by going uh-huh. out with me, and I was like, no, don't be intimidated. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the title. Uh, but I, I felt it, it's, I, and I think any guest would feel that if you know you're going to go out with an incredibly accomplished. Uh, professional and you're going to be evaluated, there's a little bit of vulnerability that goes with that, which I felt, and that nervous excitement around learning something new. So I have a feeling many of our guests are going through that same experience, and to have that with Stacy, and then hearing that, that was, she was going through some of these emotions mm-hmm. because she's came with me, uh, being able to talk through that and uh, just acknowledge it, that's being authentic. Uh, it's being vulnerable. It's being... Uh, putting on that kind of learning hat mm-hmm. and just going out and enjoying what we have here, and uh, that's what it's all about.
2: Yeah, it's okay. It's courageous. <laughs> I, I mean, I may have, I've been doing this for a long time, but there isn't a day that I go out to lead a clinic where I think, okay, Stacy, like this is, dig up that courage because every single lesson, every single clinic is different, and I usually try to tell people it's okay if you have a question or if if something that I'm explaining doesn't make sense I want to know that I want to embrace those you know those conversations I don't Mm want to just assume that everything I say makes sense you know and um, it takes a little bit of vulnerability to Mm -hmm. to say that you know to your students but I think it makes everyone more comfortable right it's like hey I'm human too like I'm coming at this and I may have been doing this for a long time but this is my first time with you and so let's make sure this this is going to work out and I have to say that within a few minutes of talking to Beth, I almost, you know, I wasn't nearly as intimidated. So it was, it was good.
0: Now, question for both of you, and I'd love to hear overall at Beaver Creek and also with the ski and ride school. Uh-huh. Um, I'd asked you, Beth, earlier, what's going to make this a successful season for you. I want to hear from both of you what's going to make this a successful season for the Beaver Creek staff as well as the guests?
1: From my perspective, when I look at this resort, I look at, at two buckets. I look at creating that experience of a lifetime for our guests and the experience of a lifetime for our employees because they go hand in hand. So the culture we create here uh, from the, the senior leadership all the way through of our 3,500 employees that we have here in, at the peak of our winter season, is really making sure that those both feel good. Uh, that our employees feel uh, that we care, they have uh, great backstage experiences as they prepare for the day and end their day and everything in between. And that will translate out to the guest experience. So just focusing on those two areas and 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 delivering on those experiences, I think will be success for us. Uh, there's a hundred things I could go into on, on what we're doing out there from initiatives and details and. And fine-tuning the guest experience. However, if we focus and do those two areas really well, we're going to have great outcomes.
2: And from the ski and snowboard school perspective, is that what you had asked? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I mean, everything Beth said holds true departmentally as well um, as as big picture. Um, from my perspective, to have a great season, to me personally, it's really important that our instructors feel welcomed and that they feel like they are part of a community in our school um, that they feel supported that they feel like they have the the um, resources that they need and that's where training comes into place right so um, I take a lot of pride in making sure that we put out the best training that they can possibly access and that they're able to each achieve their own goals whether it's sort of getting a higher certification level or um you know, working with a wider range of guests, both ability-wise or age-wise. But I know that it's happening when I go outside in the middle of our busiest times and I see so many people smiling. And one of my favorite times of the day is um, it's about 9 to 9.15 in the morning and people listening to this who work here are going to think I'm crazy. But that's our busiest time of the day. And it's when we're putting out the majority of our lessons, and I love to go out there and see that happening. To see the guest who's returning to their instructor, and they can't wait to give them a hug, um, to the instructor who's so excited to see their guest for the first time and go up and shake their hand and introduce themselves. Um, to me, that's where the magic, ha- you know, that's where the magic starts. And um, when I see that happening, I know that we're have that we're gonna have a great season or a great day or a great week so
0: so 38 days before kickoff
2: 38 days here we go yeah all
0: right well i know you're both very busy i want to let you get back to your uh busy schedules (laughs) but i thank you very much for taking the time to visit with us on first chair
2: you bet george thank you thanks for coming to beaver creek
0: from beaver creek resort i'm george thomas